A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Happy New Year, and welcome to the first episode of the second season of the Medicine Path Podcast. I'm your host, Brian James, and in this episode, I'll be talking about Ikaros, the medicine songs of ayahuasca shamanism. Lindo ayahuasca ini, rama rama tronco ini, llora llora cogoyo, lindas flores mayayay. Pura medicina ini sanari rai rai Pura medicina ini sanari rai rai Those of you who have been listening to the podcast know that I recently co-facilitated a men's retreat to a plant medicine center in Peru called Mayontoyaku, which is run by Maestro Juan Flores, an Ashaninkan shaman who works with ayahuasca as well as many other plant medicines. And one of the reasons I chose Mayontoyaku for this retreat is because over the past number of years, I've been studying the healing songs of the different ayahuasca traditions of South America. And I really liked Maestro Juan's singing, and I wanted to experience it in person, in ceremony, and learn more about the Ikaros. This interest in the medicine songs of South America began for me about eight years ago when I started to work with ayahuasca in the Santo Daime Church, where singing is a really integral part of the ceremonies. And in my time with the Santo Daime, I experienced the hymns, which are sung by everyone in the ceremony, as keys that would unlock certain teachings or different healing effects. And just like a key that you would use to unlock a door, I found that a certain amount of precision is needed in order for it to be effective. And I think of it like when you get the keys to a new apartment and you go to the hardware store to get duplicates made. If the duplicates aren't cut precisely, they won't unlock the door. 
And it's been my experience that the same is true for these medicine songs. There needs to be a certain amount of precision in the pronunciation of the words, precision in the melody and rhythm for this song to be effective. So in the Santo Daimi, the local groups will get together on a weekly basis to practice the hymns. And I found people who are in the Santo Daimi are kind of always singing the hymns. And in the groups that I worked with, there was a lot of emphasis on getting them right. So they would constantly be fine-tuning the various elements and even checking in with Brazilian elders and visiting musicians to make sure that the precision was there. And in the ceremonies, especially when the effect of the medicine was strong, if the hymn wasn't going well or if it got started in the wrong key, then we would often start all over and try to get it right. And this kind of discipline and attention to detail is really similar to the way Vedic chanting is taught and practiced in the yoga tradition. And just like the strict adherence to rules around pronunciation, melody, and rhythm in the learning and chanting of Vedic mantra, how that differentiates it from the kind of pop mantra music of people like Deva Premal, where pretty much anything goes and there's a lot of room for personal interpretation, I consider the hymns of the Santo Daimi different from the kind of eclectic medicine songs that you hear a lot of in the newer neo-shamanic ayahuasca ceremonies. The way I see it is that in the Santo Daimi tradition, there's more of an emphasis on function over form. And in the neo-shamanic songs, it's kind of the opposite. The songs and style of singing are generally more musically pleasing in a conventional kind of sense. So since I left the Santo Daimi Church and started to explore indigenous ayahuasca traditions in Peru, I've become really fascinated by the acaros, which are the healing songs of the plants. The shaman, who are usually called curanderos or medicos in South America, they learn the acaros from their teachers or directly from the plants themselves during periods of isolation where they're following a very strict, simple diet and drinking a particular plant every day for an extended period of time, usually anywhere from a week to a whole year. And back in 2017, when I was teaching yoga at the Temple of the Way of Light, I got to participate in a number of ceremonies with some Shipibo healers who were really strong singers, and felt like I learned a lot experientially about how that kind of singing can help with the healing process. So let's listen to a sample of a Shipibo-style Ikaro from Maestro Diogenes at the Temple of the Way of Light. One of the main characteristics of the Shipibo style that differentiates it from the Mestizo style is the high-pitched nasal vocal quality, which some curanderos say is the feminine voice of the plants singing through them. It's also believed by some that the higher and more penetrating the singing, the more 
powerfully effective it is. And it certainly helps the singer's voice cut through the background din of the jungle, which can otherwise drown out a lower, softer voice. Another characteristic of Shipibo Ikaros is their melodic flowing style, which in my experience produces a different kind of vision than the more rhythmic mestizo style. And I feel like the Shipibo Ikaros have a more serpentine quality, which for me has produced some strong visions of serpents. I remember one ceremony at the temple when Maestra Lila was singing to me and I was suddenly overcome with a strong vision of being inside a giant boa, its undulating tubular body completely enveloping me in a dark flowing pattern. And it felt like my whole being was being penetrated by the energy of the Ikaro. And I couldn't do anything but lie down and just surrender to the experience. There's something about the Shipibo style that reminds me of early Delta blues, which has its roots in West African music, African-American field songs, and early gospel music. To illustrate this similarity, let me play two examples back to back. The first is an Ikaro I recorded at Mayontiyaku a few weeks ago, and the second is a song from Delta Blues musician Robert Johnson called Come On In My Kitchen, which was recorded sometime in the 1920s. Listen in particular to the nasal vocal style, um, the use of the minor pentatonic scale, and the similarity in the melodic phrasing. contrast to the Shipibo Ikaros, the mestizo style of singing relies far more on rhythm and repetitive phrasing, with the curandero often accompanying themselves with a leaf rattle or maraca. Mayontiyaku was a great place to study Ikaros because the ceremonies would include a variety of singers, including apprentices of Maestro Juan, his assistants, and even visiting curanderos from near and far. So it gave me the opportunity to experience the difference between the singing of a maestro like Juan, who's been working with the plants for over 60 years, and the singing of an apprentice who may have been dieting for only a couple of years, and even a range of experience in between. There was also an elderly man from a nearby village who sung in the Shipibo style, so I could also compare the different effects of that style with the house style at Mayontiyaku. It really felt like I was in medicine music school for a couple of weeks. 
So here's an example of Maestro Juan Flores singing an Icaro for Ayahuasca, which is called Camarampi in Ashaninkan. <laughs> In that example, you can hear the distinguishing characteristics of Juan's singing style, which I would categorize in the general mestizo style. There's the rhythmic phrasing, the use of the minor pentatonic scale, the mixing of languages, including Spanish, Quechua, and Ashaninkan with vocables, which are the sounds that don't have any referential meaning, but are still meaningful and serve a function in the Icaro. Maestro Juan sang this Icaro about 45 minutes into the ceremony as the effects of the ayahuasca started to come on, and you can hear his voice give out a little, which might be the effects of the medicine and maybe just the fact that he's in his 70s. Still, you can hear how he sings in his upper register, which helps his voice cut through the background noise of the river, as well as the general <laughs> moaning and groaning of people in the ceremony. During the ceremonies with Juan, I experienced a different type of vision than I did with the Shipibo. In his ceremonies, my visions were much more like fractal geometry that would move in a kind of clockwork pattern along with the rhythm. At the same time, I would feel a similar kind of movement in my body, which was much different than the serpentine quality of the Shipibo Ikaros. I also noticed that when some of the younger apprentices were singing, there would be either no visions or they would be unclear or incomplete, which leads me to speculate that the precision and strength with which the Ikaro is sung has a direct effect on the quality of the visions and the power of the felt experience. Something else I found interesting was that the younger singer sang in a lower range, which made me wonder if they hadn't yet developed that higher range, which is the mark of an experienced corandero. I'm not sure if it's a matter of developing the singing voice just like any singer would do, or if it's uh, developing the relationships with the plants, but I suspect that it's a bit of both. To give you an idea of what I'm talking about, here's a sample of Juan's younger son, Daniel, singing an Icaro to a plant called Camalonga, which I happen to be currently dieting at home. <laughs> Uh, 
You can hear how Daniel's singing in a lower register and the melody is less complex than Juan's and quite a bit slower. And if you're familiar with the DJ Screw and the chopped and screwed hip-hop style, that's what it reminded me of. Um, During the ceremony, this created a real woozy, drunken feeling that I felt lower in my body and it felt a little like the ground was shifting. It was much different than the fractal geometries produced by some of the other singers. So one thing that I noticed was that the mestizo-style Icaros often follow a general sequence, starting with the singer establishing the melody through whistling or using vocables, and then calling in the plant spirits, which you can sometimes hear when they use the Quechua word shamuriri. And they'll often follow this with uh, a lot of praising of the plant's beauty and healing power using words like linda, medico, curandero, and then asking the plant to cure their patient, cleanse them, or give them strength. So then asking something of the plant. You can hear some of this in an Ikaro from my favorite singer at Mayantuyaku, who's a middle-aged apprentice from Lima named Wheeler. He has a really strong, clear voice and a jungle blues style that I really fell in love with. And Wheeler is an Ikaro machine. He could sing nonstop for hours, never repeating himself. And he was really generous with sharing these Ikaros with me, and he let me record them in ceremony and then afterwards sitting under the stars and taking requests. Here's a sample of him singing with a maraca in ceremony. Medicina Soraya, Oraya, Moya, Moini, 
Trai na 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 nai, trai na 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 nai. Le ra 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 Jora jora cogoyo, linda flor mayayay, lindo piñoncito y mi, lindo tronco runa y mi, rama y rama tronco y mi, jora jora cogoyo, linda flor mayayay, pura medicina y mi. Sanariri rai rai sanariri rai rai lindo curanderito lindo piñoncito y mi lindo mediquito y mi lindo doctorcito y mi lindo curanderito lindo mediquito y mi Pura medicina y mi sanariri rai 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 Lindo curanderito, lindo doctorcito y mi. Sanariri rai rai, sanariri rai rai. Denderere rai rai, hay na 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 na. Lindo curanderito, lindo piñoncito y mi. Lindo tronco runa y mi. Rama y rama todo con So you can hear the similarity to Juan's style, but also how Wheeler has developed his own repertoire of melodic and lyrical phrasing. His love for the plants really comes through in his frequent use of the words linda and lindo, which are the feminine and masculine version of the Spanish word for beautiful. This was such a big part of his Icaros that at one point, my friend sitting next to me in ceremony leaned over and joked, who's this Linda he keeps singing to? She must be really something special. And one of the things I was curious about was just how important the Icaros are to the healing process. And when I asked Maestro Juan if ayahuasca can heal without using the Icaros, he said that the plants need to be directed by a maestro for them to be truly effective. And I remarked to him that the word maestro is also used for someone who conducts an orchestra, and he agreed on the similarity. Based on Maestro Juan's reply, I thought of the analogy that giving people ayahuasca without having an experienced maestro present is kind of like handing a bunch of non-musicians some instruments and expecting them to create a symphony. Maestro Juan also told me that the Icaros are important because they're a way of thanking the plants and that we must always give something back, that the relationship with the plants has to be reciprocal in order for them to offer us healing. And this is very much in line with his larger mission, which is to help people study the plants and get healed so that we can be more responsible and caring stewards of the earth. He talks a lot about preserving nature and promoting global peace and unity through the healing work he does, which I really admire. 
and you can really see it in action at his center, which is open to the local community to come and spend time in the river or walk through the forest and participate in ceremonies if they like. On weekends, there would often be groups of entire Peruvian families touring the property with little kids checking out us strange-looking gringos with some curiosity and some trepidation. It was a really sweet place to spend time at, and I'd recommend it to anyone who's looking for an alternative to the ayahuasca centers that cater solely to tourists. And by going to Mayantiaku, you'll know that your money is supporting a place that is serving the local community and preserving the amazing natural forests and, of course, the boiling river, which is a natural wonder of the world. Okay, so I think that's a pretty good overview of what I've been learning about the Ikados. And if you're interested in this topic, it's definitely something I'm going to be exploring in future episodes, including an interview with Dr. Susana Bustos, who wrote her PhD on the healing function of the Icaros. If you have any other suggestions for me, please do reach out. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, there are a number of ways to do that. You can leave a review on iTunes, become a Patreon supporter, or leave a one-time donation. Go to medicinepathpodcast.com and click support to find out more. And if you'd like some support for your own plant medicine experiences, or would like to develop a home yoga practice, or if you'd like some coaching to help you move past any limiting beliefs and behaviors that have been holding you back in your life, please check out my personal website, medicinepathhealingarts.com. I'm going to leave you with a beautiful ikaro for a bobansana, which is a plant that I dieted while I was at Mayantiaku, and I completely fell in love with it. So until next time, I'm wishing you peace, love, and harmony on your own medicine path. Linda bovin sanita, linda medikita ini, linda kuranderita, linda maestrita ini, trai na 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 na, trai na 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 na, dai ra dai ra dai ra dai, dai na 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 na, dai ra dai ra dai ra dai, dai ra dai na 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 na, linda bovin sanaini, rama rama tronco ini. Llora, llora, cogo yo, lindas flores mayayay. Trai na 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 na, trai na 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 na. Pura medicina y ni sanariri rai rai, sanariri rai rai, sanariri rai rai. Lindas quebradita y ni, linda roquita y lima, sentadita y rona y ni, linda princesita y ni. Linda bovin sanita, linda medikita ini. Suenari dirai rai, suenari dirai rai. Pura medicina ini, suenari dirai rai. Bovin sana mariri, bovin sana mariri. Linda sirenita ini, linda medikita ini. Linda doktorsita ini, linda maestrita ini. Posa posa mariri, bovin sana mariri. Posa posa mariri, bovin sana mariri. Trai na 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 na, trai na 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 na. Lindo remolino ini, lindo remolino ini, lindo remolino ini, lindo remolino ini. Pura medicina ini, suenariri rai rai. 
Pura medicina y ni soy nariri rairarai, soy nariri rairarai, bobin sana y mariri, soy nariri rairarai, bobin sana y mariri, bobin sana mariri, bobin sana y mariri. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.